G'day, Simo and Ed, and we're talking today about social media platforms for card tricks. This is video number two, we did one last week. It's a bit of an introduction about stuff that you can write and how to create offers and deadlines and why they're important. And this now is gonna get a bit more into the platforms itself and there'll be a little bit more copy in this video yeah. for you as well, I suspect. Yeah, we can dive straight in. You're watching Simo and Ed on the Fast Line Track Growth Show, where we talk all things cutting business. Social media platforms. Yeah, you're in a really sort of great area, really go-karting. I'll let into a little secret. I get lots of business with some of my clients. There are B2B clients on some platforms you wouldn't expect, like Facebook, would you believe? Really? Yeah, and they're all like, whoa, I can't go onto Facebook. And equally, I suspect there's probably not many go-kart tracks out there that are on LinkedIn. No, I think, uh, I think some of the Americans get into LinkedIn a bit more, but there's not many. Yeah, There's yeah. not many, no. But yeah, so we've got Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, Insta, Instagram, yeah. TikTok. Yeah, I, I don't really understand it. I got grey hair and everything. No, no, I, I don't understand it either. I think they've just made a move, I think, to move from three minutes to ten minutes as the length of video that you can do. So it's going to just open up that platform a little bit more. Yeah. And we're going to just find some interesting stuff coming out of there. You could be the ones mm. that are pioneering in this. <laughs> this is your opportunity. And, of course, you've got LinkedIn. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, they each play a different role. Mm -hmm. Very much so. I mean, different audiences will hang out in, in different platforms. I mean... Facebook, I'm, I'm on Facebook. Yeah. I don't make a lot of offers mm -hmm. on, on Facebook. I use it to promote these videos and, and other stuff we're doing. Um, but I tend to go for LinkedIn more because yeah. it's LinkedIn's more of a B2B platform, whereas Facebook, I think, is more of a B2C. Yeah, so the, the advantage over mm. Facebook is super high reach. Mm. Right, so it just gets stuff out there for you. Much easier to go and do stuff on there. LinkedIn can work. The LinkedIn algorithm is understood by lots of people, but it's not easy to do. You've got to start getting loads of traction very, very early with it, and then hopefully LinkedIn will pick it up and start to promote it, but it, it's almost in the lap of the gods mm. with your LinkedIn. Whereas Facebook, you can actually affect stuff really quickly. Advertising on Facebook mm. as well can be really, really effective. So you can really start to put a strategy together where Facebook will just take off and it works really, really well for the um, for the karting industry. So I think I would focus quite a lot of attention on Facebook personally. I don't really fully understand Insta and TikTok. It's a bit wild west. It's not as bad as mm. Twitter. I wouldn't bother with Twitter. Too wild west. No, I think Twitter. Has Twitter died? I don't know, I think it's just like, uh, it's, it's like the Wild West out there. Yeah. It's like, here we go, you mm. just pop your head over the parapet, people start shooting. So it's just one of those things I just avoid. So not so much Twitter, just not going to really touch it. Mm. I mean, if you understand Twitter, go for it. In fact, comment. We might mm. even do a video with you if you want to, because mm. that'd be really cool. But Facebook's going to give you super high reach. LinkedIn mm. gives you the chance to develop relationships with local businesses in your area, and there's a really cool way mm. to do that. So you could be dealing with that right now. There's something on mm. LinkedIn called Sales Navigator. Well, yeah, that's what I call it. Sales mm. Navigator Core. <laughs> I think they mm. call it these days. Yeah, they, they, they've got some premium plans, and, and one of them is, is Sales Navigator. Yeah. So you pay monthly for it. 
Yeah, that's the one I would go for, right? It's the one that I can you can set it up. You can do all sorts of databases and mm. bits and pieces, and, and I would just recommend that you're looking to just build relationships with a hundred businesses locally, mm -hmm. where they're just happy to take a message from you, happy mm -hmm. to talk, and just start working on that. Start now. Where are we? We just just turned into March this morning at the time of filming. By the time Christmas comes around, if you've got a hundred business owners that are speaking to you regularly. Yeah. Your Christmas books are going to be full. Now, it costs a little bit of money. For me, with UK taxes as well, it's about, I think it's £82.80, quite precise. It, no, it's not that much. It is, yeah. Sales Navigator Core. Is it? I, th I thought it was only about 50 quid. Yeah, it's 60 something quid plus right. 380. Uh, they only ever quote right. the excluding VAT because it's a B2B right. platform. You've got to add that on, but I'm VAT registered, so I claim most of that. Back. It's all really cool <laughs> stuff. So, I think Facebook's going to work for you, but I'd really implore you as well to kind of have a look at LinkedIn. The messaging is very different for each of those platforms. Yeah, the market is different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. LinkedIn's turning more into like a type of Facebook, and you see this comment regularly on there. Yeah, I, I've noticed that. Yeah, people are like, the, the old traditional diehards, you go, oh, it's, that sounds like Facebook. Mm. And there's loads of us going, yeah, that's what we want. We want a Facebook feel <laughs> so we can go and connect with people and hopefully do some business. Mm. And I want mm. people to come and do business mm. with me. And some of them are just so shy. I'm great to link in with. Because mm. I just write back to people and go, look, mm. what is it you're offering? I might buy from you. Just mm. tell me. And I do this all the time. So I'm really blunt with them, which is great. We just cut to the chase. We're all there to do business, aren't we? We're all grown-ups. The one thing I was just going to comment on, so LinkedIn, uh, I've noticed in particular, their polls are like a surefire, which you can set up a poll on LinkedIn, and it's just a surefire winner. You can do polls on Facebook, yeah. you can do it on Insta, I'm pretty sure. In fact, I think Insta has just increased. You can only have two options on it before. Right. I think it's now four. There you go, so down with all this tech. But polls are brilliant. Now, I would do this in particular mm. when you're coming up to a quiet period on your track so you've done a bit of homework on who your customers mm. are you're linking with or you're connecting with people locally you know there's potentially the school holidays have just finished you know there's that lull before you get into the next school mm. holiday perfect mm. opportunity to kind of have a play and see what you can like drum up in terms of return on investment mm. so a poll does this really really well and then it comes down always to the messaging right? yep it's always the messaging. So some of the most weird polls will get the most response. Um, do you do polls with a carting flavour? No, you don't have to necessarily. You've got to turn it to this at some point for relevance, mm. but you don't have to start there. In England, there's like a, a bun that you can buy, a sweet bun called a scone or a scone. Nobody knows. So how do you pronounce it? Scone that rhymes with gone, scone that rhymes with cone. Or, or what goes on first, the jam or the cream? Well, what does go on first, jam or cream? Oh, fuck a jam. See, I'm with you on that. Jam and then so clotted cream. That's the Cornish way, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm going to get absolutely screamed at. Jacqueline, who we both know, who lives in mm. Devon, is now mm. screaming at the screen here, going, you idiots, wait till I see you next. Oh. She lives in Devon. And they do it. They do it the other way around. So that's the last time we get an invite down to Devon. We just have to drive through quickly to Cornwall. <laughs> uh, there's probably a few people watching it here going, what the hell are they talking about, right? But local stuff going on that means so much to the local people. Mm will just get the poll just absolutely going viral. 
And then once you get a little bit of details on the people that are clicking on that, you just write to them. Mm. So I came up with a few words. So here's a really good, so do a poll first of all, and then write back to them. Like, mm. Thanks for responding to my poll. It really helps me understand who's following me and what to write about. And then I put, so as a thank you, here's a, and I made an offer to them. Now if I'm talking about some type of cake, it's probably not appropriate to make an offer to come down the go-kart track. But if they're on a poll, I can certainly write the first bit about, you know, thanks for following and it really helps me understand. And they go, you should, and then write to them again, you should mm. check out my next poll. Mm. Right, and get them back in again. Now if you start to turn that towards karting or what they do at the weekend potentially, or well, I mean, if you did the scone thing, yeah. you could say, well, next time you're down the track, yeah. I'll show you some scones and I'll show you the proper way <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to, to prepare it. I would put on the scone and scones. I'd have mm. two trays. Mm. Go, when you turn up, you let me know which one you want to buy mm -hmm. from us so mm. you can have that there. And then uh, what we will do is uh, we'll register your details mm. And then if you're on the winning team, you're going to get a $10 off offer on, on racing. Mm. Now, they're going to have to buy one of the cakes. So it's offset some of the cost of the promotion, which would be really cool. And it's just like a funny thing that would happen. And that might make local news, <laughs> the local newspaper yeah. or something like that. Who has newspapers anymore? But people might start to pick up on that. But this is where we just need to start thinking now. So... I thought of an offer which is like, we'll give you a grid start offer for free, saving you $10 before, and then I put a date in there. Now, if we're doing this before a quiet period, and we put the date in that ties into the quiet period, we might go and get another dozen or so races yeah. back in there, which pays for the campaign, and off we go. So this is a really cool mm. thing that I'd be like going to play around with. We've got to talk more vaguely here, because there's, there's not like one formula despite what the ads mm. say on Facebook and LinkedIn, there's not some magic formula where we're gonna 10X your returns all yep. of a sudden. You just need to go and learn how to play, go and get the wording right, and just gonna have a little bit of fun and a bit of thought, but that's a great idea with the cakes, and, mm. like, and then the follow-up. And because they want to go and have something from me when they turn up, I'm now adding people to my database, and then I can then follow up with some emails, or go and connect with them on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. even if they come to me from Facebook can really start to get some momentum and starting this now by the end of the mm. year crikey gonna be very busy I'm gonna need a bigger boat yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first thing there's a couple of things in there though that will help you banner remarketing oh yes see there you go Simo knows all about this so we have these things called cookies on our computer I'm probably preaching to the choir here, but you, you've all got cookies. It lets places, certainly like Facebook, know that you've visited certain pages. And you can now chase them through the internet. So if you're not doing banner remarketing, then you should really get onto that. Get onto that quickly. Because the EU is kicking off about GDPR around uh, banner remarketing. Oh, right. Yeah, and the way data's handled. But at the moment, it's still there. So it's a great time. It's very opportune. We need to get onto this now. Because that would just help raise the ship very quickly for just very minimal effort. And I think it might be the same still. I haven't done one for a while. But you only used to pay when people clicked on something on the banner. So you can just keep getting your name out there in front of lots of people. It doesn't really cost lots of money. You can set the, uh, the levels. We'll talk about that in a second. Mm. But yeah, that's really, really cool. Yeah.
Next part. Yeah. Short email, email follow-ups. Yeah, so if you're doing a poll and mm. people have already linked in with you, either on LinkedIn or mm. they've come through Facebook and they're now connected in some way, right? If you do a timely email, you can keep it super short. You don't have to think a long, lots mm. of lists of words now because it's all still very relevant. They'll remember you mm. for, a, for a day or two. And they'll have forgotten you inside of a inside of two weeks, so you haven't got long on this. But a short email follow-up would work really well. Now, for a go-kart track, I'd just put fastest kart track time has been beaten today. Mm. And then on the top line of the email, I got this is how they did it, and then a hyperlink. I'd hyperlink that, I'd have the video embedded of somebody driving around and we'd have the times on it. Mm. And we'd just show how it was done. And it might be the, the, the track marshal or anything. We might we might mm. let in. We might mm. not let on that we know that it is. We might mm. not explain it at all. But again, this is how it happened. And then there might be a follow-up email that just goes, would you like to beat the uh, fastest track time? And now I'll see who's there for racing. Then I'll mm. find another group and I'll find out a reason why they're coming. So it might be just because it's a meet-up with their mm. friends. It might be that some people are just bored and they want to go and fill their time. It could be that they're... Petrol heads, they want to go right. So now I can start to have a look at what all these different groups are doing. Obviously, somebody might be there to race and they might also want to be with their friends. Mm. So they might be in more than one group. That's the other thing to just remember in there. But a short email with a hyperlink works really, really well here if you've done a poll, for example, or you've interacted in some way. Cool. I'm going to get into the the technical bit of, yeah. of, of, of setting your ads up, aren't we? Well, just one no, small bit. One, when, <laughs> Craig, we'll be here all day explaining how to set up Facebook ads. I mean, it's just like a minefield. Those people over at Facebook, thanks for keep moving the buttons around. Well, <laughs> the, the, they recently changed the whole structure of it, didn't they? They did that all the time. And the, the, <clears throat> the whole strategy had to change, and I haven't, I haven't gone back on to have a look at it lately. Yeah, I think they're shooting themselves in the wallet there by keep moving stuff all the time. Just keep it static. Mm. Let people understand how to put an ad together. They will mm. spend more money with you. But there must be a reason they do it. They're very thought through, aren't they? So I don't know what uh, Facebook or, or Meta is it these days are up to. There's one really, really helpful button here that I absolutely bloody love. Mm. Right? And it's called... The Duplicate Adset. Yeah, no, so it's duplicate ad set. I think that's the technical term. I think from memory, the last time I looked at it, there was, the button was called duplicate. That's all it said. So you're going to have to mm. kind of have a little play. So it's really common that Facebook ads don't work the first time you put them out there. Mm. Right, so that's the first takeaway. Don't beat, don't beat your marketing person up or yourself up if you're doing it. But it's really common that the first ad you put out there doesn't work. So little tip there is typically get it posted during the morning and your local time zone of wherever the ad is being posted so if you've got it outsourced mm. to some strange part of the world that's going to be slight more of an issue maybe get them to set it up to send mm. it over to you and show you what to do and just you do the last bits that would work mm. better so that morning time will help mm. to go and get some traction on the ads and then sit back and watch what happens. If it fails, and it probably will the first time, right? And you know it's a good ad, it's the right offer, it's the right wording, and you've got a bit of faith in it. Duplicate will help. You literally just press the button that duplicates the ad because you haven't got much spend in there because nobody's looking at it. It now, Facebook goes, ah, there's something that's important to you. Let's go and help you. Mm. 
starts to push it more or it comes up twice as much pretty much I'd like let's not get into the details but that's the gist of it right and that's one way that I would use it to start getting traction so I can make sure that I'm not throwing a good advert out just because the algorithm mm. didn't work mm. the, the the other thing in in the new changes mm -hmm. the, I, I do believe there's a functionality where it you can get all the people who like your Facebook page mm -hmm. and then what you can do is you can put them in as a set yeah right and then you can tell Facebook to go out and show this ad to people with the same sort of characteristics yeah. as the people who already already so that's like. the look-alike function yes that's it. that's what it's called yeah yeah you can see I don't do a lot of Facebook ads well I haven't for a while but I've done enough of them in the past <laughs> But yeah, so Facebook will find similar people mm. for you. So if you've got even, I can't, actually I was going to say 50, but I don't think it is. Do you have to have about 130 people or something? There's, there's minimum numbers. I can't remember what they are. I think it's about 130, mm. 140 people on there. Once you've got a bit of a following, you can go lookalike audience, mm. please. Facebook will do all the hard work to find them for you. Mm. So that's like a really cool thing that will help you. Just let's pick up on one point on duplicate, first of mm. all. Let's assume that you've got an ad that has got traction, right? And you want, and you're going, wow, this is great. You let's say you've set a daily spend limit, and you're just hitting mm. that, and you're hitting it by one o'clock in the afternoon. You go, wow, that's going really well, right? Lots of business people stop there. Hit duplicate ad, which will double your spend that day. Mm. But if there's people coming through and booking. That's great. You want to go and spend more money on that advert to get people coming through. So you've got control over this, but you can double your spend so you're not completely maxed out for the day and get potentially double the numbers of customers in using the same ad. The thing is a duplicate. So that's the other way to use duplicate ad sets. Cool. Um, then we get on to lookalike audiences. <laughs> <laughs> now that will scale. And that's, well, that's one example of growth and scale. Mm. So growth is, well, I'll just do that one more time. That's growth. Mm. Scale is like, find me more of them. All yeah. oh, right, well, there could be thousands. Off we go. So now we're scaling mm. the business up. So mm. that's really cool. And you might want to try running a couple of different ads, just with slight tweaks. Slight tweaks to your headline. Yeah. Change the picture and, and do some A-B testing on that. I've, uh, probably nobody does A-B testing. No, not unless you're actually in social media, they probably don't A-B mm. test. The thing that I've had a lot of results with, and I haven't done it for a mm. while, so it might not work, but give it a try, because if it doesn't work, it doesn't cost a lot. Really garish colours, right? Now, garish in terms of it doesn't fit on your Facebook page. Mm. So Facebook is like light blues and stuff, so mm. you probably want an orange. So it's a complementary colour, yeah. so it really stands out. So when people are going through doing because what everybody else does, they look the same on Facebook. And it's just a mass of stuff, and you're busy reading your, your mates' updates or whatever you're looking mm. at, right? You don't really look. If you suddenly see a bright orange advert on the yeah. blue page, you probably go, what, what's that? And that's the first, it's like it's the equivalent of the subject line in the yeah. email. The first thing you've got to do is get to turn mm. their eyes and avert mm. them to the right hand or wherever you're going to put it on the screen, but typically yeah. right hand side. Short, a short video can do that, or a GIF yeah. can do that. And I, I, I saw an interesting one. You know, you know how when you post yeah. more than four photos mm -hmm. on Facebook, you get you see the first three, mm -hmm. 
and then you see one that's got plus on it. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I had s someone did a template of that. Okay. And put the three photos up and the fourth one with the plus. But there wasn't any more photos. You clicked on it and you went through to something so else. The hyperlink. Yeah. Excellent idea. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> get imaginative, get creative. Get the right wording. You've you've got in this video and the last video you got a few ideas on how we word stuff to go and get people to, to get hooked in. The LinkedIn approach will need a slightly different approach. It's more business focused. Yeah. And then once you've got people that have connected with you, just once a day, just for a few minutes, I'd just go and find out what they're liking and commenting on. When you see them mm. commenting on stuff, just go and comment on that and go and send them mm. stuff that they might be interested in and then off you go. And if you start mm. doing that just two or three times this year. By the time um, like the summer holidays finish, you might go, hey, just thought um, you might want something on to do for your Christmas party. I thought I'd send you this. It's a really useful link. And it's a hyperlink or whatever, straight into your website. Yeah. So good. you've got to just build those relationships. It's not wasted time. Quite the opposite. You've got 100 no. business owners that are quite happy to go and talk to you. And it's not going to be a one-hit wonder. Because mm. they... Don't come back over time. Yeah. You know, they'll come back in for staff dues, leaving dues, uh, bring their customers in. Yeah, you know, if you do it right and you give them the experience and have them walking away from their buzzing, they're going to want to bring their customers down. Yeah, you know? I just think, I mean, I've had a sales call recently and the guy rang me up. It was, it was almost too familiar. And I was like, who are you? What are you doing? And he went, I'm just following up from a call we had. And I'm thinking, I've never had a call with this guy. He then starts quoting stuff at me, and I'm like, hmm, he's either hacked into my computer and knows mm. some stuff about me, or we probably did have a conversation. <laughs> and it took about four minutes mm. for me to remember him. And I told him, because I'm a bit like mm. that, but I just went, look, this is really bad, because like, it's taken me, I don't know how long, four or five minutes for me to recall who the hell you are. And this is actually useful stuff to me. And mm. I actually said to him, where are you being hiding? <laughs> I mean, we're having a laugh, mm. and we get on, and he's called me a couple of times. So I go, why don't you just keep in touch with me? I told you I had an interest, and he just hadn't kept in touch with me. Like that, what the... Follow-up so, is is usually very poorly done. Well, yeah, and I'm, I'm pretty laid-back, really. All the bit, I can be a bit blunt mm. in terms of, who are you, what do you want? Just tell me, I might buy something off you, but actually I'm really, I just want to hear what they're doing. I'm really intrigued. I love to talk to people in business anyway. But in that moment, he was ringing up for a sale. I can't remember the guy, I'm, I'm just not buying anything today. I don't, I don't care what you say, I'm probably not going to buy anything off you. Because uh, I can't remember who you are. So, you know, if you keep in touch with me. <laughs> the follow-up is so important. I mean, we were mapping out the flowchart for a prospecting call. Yeah, yeah. And I had seven yeah. calls yeah. and seven actions. Yeah, yeah before I started all over again. <laughs> you right, yeah. So you're not gonna get rid of me. Well, that's right, but also it just gives you an idea of back end, because it's easy to throw an, mm. an ad out onto Facebook, mm. something up on a post mm. on LinkedIn, mm. something out on Insta, mm. here's a lovely photograph, and you're like, yeah, social media, yeah. tick. Yeah, now you gotta follow up on these things. Yeah, you need to it's, think more about the back end rather than the front end. The front end's the easy it's, bit. It's like, you know, when we do a direct mail campaign, you always get far better results of following that up with telephone calls. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we generally do. 
with with a lot of these. No, so. if you if you know that to be mm. true, which you do, mm. um, I don't know if it works for the go kart tracks, but it might do. Right, my whole campaign would converge and get you give me a phone number, mm. and then when I call you up, I'll make it a pleasant phone conversation. I won't look to sell anything, mm. but I'll just call you. So I've almost got permission now to have a conversation with you by telephone. Mm. Now, I can't leave it too long, mm. otherwise you'll have the instance where the guy rings me and I'm going, who the bloody hell are you? I can't remember the last call we had, so I'm not buying anything from you today. Let's just stay in touch for a while. But if you do that properly, and, and it's okay to make some mistakes, you know, and that guy will probably get some business off me. But if you just get that right and get that into a process and keep repeating it, crikey. Mm. Absolutely. You're going to do well. You're going to do very well. Oh. Well... Gone on a bit too much today. <laughs> well, we have. We've, we've moved off social media into phone calls, but that's cool as well. It just gives you an idea of how it all fits together. Mm. Yeah. Um, if you're struggling with any of your copy or anything like that, mm. or you've tried stuff and it's just not working, you want to have a look at it. Just you know, reach out to one of us and we'll, we'll mm. set some meeting up. We'll have a chat. Absolutely. With you. And if you've if you've done something that you have been very successful on social media, put it in. Put a link to it in the comments because you know I'd love to see that stuff I would yeah alright so it's goodbye from me cheerio from me and we'll see you next week bye now